Welcome to Reasonably Fit, the podcast where we'll teach you everything you need to know about health and fitness, but in a much more reasonable way than you might be used to. Think about us as your friendly fitness experts, but we're chill about it. All right, so we are feeling super refreshed, happy, elated, because we were just sitting outside for the first time in like six months. Oh my gosh, yeah, we live in New Hampshire, so if you didn't know that, uh, that's why we've been inside for six months. (laughs) Um, and man, it, we are such summer people, like summer weather, beach, all that stuff. So it actually makes no sense that we just moved to New Hampshire. But I think the reason that I'm okay with staying in New England is this feeling that I get when spring is coming because it's, I've, I, nothing compares to the happiness (laughs) of the first warm day of spring. So nice. Well, I mean, usually the first warm day of spring happens sometime in April. Yeah. And it's just a tease because it goes right back down 30 degrees to whatever, the 30s or 40s, and it's raining. And That's but, true. That's not the, but that's now, not the true. I feel like this is the start. Yeah. This is the start of warm weather, and we are very happy Yeah, because you can see the forecast is like more 70-degree days yeah. in the future. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel I, like you can take all the vitamin D you want during the winter months, but the first exposure to just radiating sun shining down upon you is uh, like... One million IUs of vitamin D in one second. Nothing like it. I I think I have seasonal happiness (laughs) (laughs) instead of seasonal depression. Like I I hate the winter, but I'm not fully depressed in the winter, but I'm extremely happy. Extremely satisfied. In the spring and the summer. And then Um, you get like very doomsday about the fall though. Yeah. You're always like, we have to get outside. It's the last nice day. And you start saying it in like August. (laughs) But yeah, Um, we have... We, you just put up a story of me because <laughs> we were sitting out in our chairs. Um, the chairs have been like we got the chairs, what, like two months ago? Yeah. And they've just been sitting out there. And I got there. And Lauren's already sitting down. And I sit down and I like jump out of my seat. I'm like, oh, these are bugs. <laughs> I thought it was like dirt or something. They're and they're like, like tiny. Ti- bugs. They're, they were tiny, but they're all a lot, of, especially on my chair. There were, there were a lot of them. And, you know, instead of brushing it away with uh, my hand or like a paper towel, I got on my leaf blower <laughs> and just annihilated everything in sight, including like our actual the property as well. The plants behind uh, the chairs. It was so outrageous. But it was totally worth it. So outrageous. Yeah. But I get it because you're like, I just bought all these toys Power for, tools. <laughs> for my new homeowner life. And so I got to use them in you all know, capacities. I didn't think that I would be into it, but I am way more into it than I anticipated. Yeah. I think I'm turning into a full-fledged dad. I'm going to get my <laughs> white New Balance sneakers, my oh, khakis, God. tuck in my shirt. Yeah, it'll be a whole look. Yeah. <laughs> Although white New Balance are kind of in right now. They're, are they? They're like, it's like how for, the mom jeans are in. Well, just women? like thick white shoes. Maybe it is only for yeah, women yeah. though. Yeah, for for guys, that's definitely not. The okay, case. <laughs> I don't pay attention to men's fashion. I barely pay attention to women's fashion. All right, should we get into the topic? Let's do today? it. So, actually, I mean, perfect intro because we're talking about the marketing strategies of fitness companies, diet mm. companies around the summer, oh, yeah, and you're right. how they tend to prey on your insecurities with slogans like "summer slim down," uh, like "only five weeks until summer," like "get your body beach ready." Um, 
all of that. And everybody <laughs> is definitely, I'm sure that if obviously you, we've blocked it out so much. We can't even like regurgitate yes, what the messaging which is, which is one of the, the one strategies of the things we'll talk yeah. about today is like just trying as best you can to block out this noise. But most likely, I mean, even though we try really hard, like we're still seeing it. It's we still, it, yeah. it's everywhere. It's everywhere you look is this marketing around the summer and what you need to do to your body to change it in order to be ready for mm-hmm. the summer. Um, and we just want to break that down. So we want to sort of talk about what's even happening here with this marketing, with this messaging, and beyond that, what you can do to start combating that messaging so that yeah. you're not feeling just terrible about yourself because that's truly what they're doing. Too. Yeah. So yeah, this time of year, everything from gyms and diet companies and supplement companies, they're all trying to scare you into believing that you're not good enough to enjoy yourself at the beach, basically, and that you need X, Y, Z program or diet or product in order to be considered good enough to be on the beach to enjoy yourself in the summer right and this sort of messaging is what led us to create this podcast in the first place like we talked about it in our trailer episode where it's like a whole strategy basically it's like you're just there living your life and then these fitness companies and the fitness industry blast you and inundate you with all these images and media about why you should be unhappy with the way you currently look and how you need to change things about your body in order for them to then sell you a product that quote unquote does it in a magical bullet type of way. And it's this recurring cycle where they give you shame and then here's a product to alleviate that shame. And of course that product doesn't work because it's just not how it's meant to be. And then this cycle continues over and over and over again. And the more and more people that continue to get affected by it. And then the more people are affected by it, they start to spread that messaging to their friends and to their family. And like this whole ripple effect happens largely because these fitness companies and the fitness industry as a whole is just preying on the insecurities of people in order to sell more and more products. Yeah, and they're not even just, they're, it doesn't even start there. It starts with they're creating fake insecurities in the first place. Yeah. Like not even just preying on natural, like insecurities that you naturally have because I don't true. even think that exists. Like we are, we look at our kids, our three-year-old and our eight-month-old, like they don't have insecurities around their body because yeah. they just, they're, think, they're thinking about wanting to just enjoy themselves and have fun. And like, that's what's natural to us as human beings is we want to go enjoy moving around and be just existing in the world and being happy. And these, these companies have created fake insecurities. These things shouldn't exist. They didn't exist before these companies came out and told you this is something that's wrong with your body. Yeah. And then based on the insecurities they created, then they prey on them. And it's just, man, (laughs) (laughs) it is just a big overarching issue that yeah like you said Jason like we're trying to combat all of it with this podcast as a whole but this one today specifically kind of narrowing in on the summer slim down beach body whole situation that happens around this time of year yeah and we've definitely seen a lot of pushback against this which we've been loving so we you've probably if you've been on social media you've probably seen the push toward and this is in the last like several years this has been going on but this push toward the the quote like if you have a body you have a bikini body right because bikini body was always used in marketing and it's just like if you have a body you have a bikini body like you don't have to do anything to change your body in order to wear whatever you want to wear like there are no rules around that and you don't have to look a certain way to wear a bathing suit and we love that messaging and that's definitely something that is moving the needle forward and and starting to change some perspectives around this whole issue but we definitely think that it's sort of just 
the tip of the iceberg mm. in, ter in terms of actually changing the way people are feeling because it's easy to see that in the moment and be like, yeah, and agree and like feel amped up about like, I'm going to feel more confident this year. Yeah. Like, yes, that's going to be me. And then the reality sets in that you have been receiving this messaging over and over and over again for so long that this one quote here and there isn't going to create this huge overarching change for you. It's going to, it's going to start it. It's going to get you going, but we want to give you some maybe more solutions today. Just broaden the options that you have for how you can start to combat this even more. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically like the reason why we're not huge fans on just relying on external motiv motivation in order to, you know, get started on your fitness journey, right? There needs to be more of a comprehensive approach to it because that motivation is going to be fleeting. Like that motivational post or that motivational quote that you see on Instagram, it's going to get you maybe a little bit excited at first, but then, yeah, it's going to be a long road ahead. So there needs to be more just a complete approach to it. Yeah. So I, let's go with one of the first things that we think would be helpful in this situation, which is diversifying the images that you're seeing and being really intentional with, with that. So at this point, a lot of us have a lot more control over what we're seeing on TV, on social media than we used to. I think most people barely even have cable at this point. <laughs> so a lot of people don't see as many commercials. Like you can usually skip over commercials and advertisements. If they come up on Instagram, it's so easy to scroll by it. I mean, you're seeing it, but it's easier to avoid some of those marketing strategies that had been there in the past where it was always just like you had no choice but to sit through a commercial about Weight Watchers or whatever it was. Yeah. Like now you have a little bit more choice in what you're seeing and what you're following and, and specifically who you're following on your social media platforms. And so I think number one is starting to diversify who you're following and find people who are celebrating bodies that look like yours. And there's so many people out there right now who are being just extremely vulnerable in posting, you know, images of themselves in bathing suits, in regular clothes, you know, in whatever, posting video videos and images and putting themselves out there because they want to just show the world that there is more than just what you're classically seeing on the beach or in an ad. And I think there's a big distinction here between being vulnerable and being brave. I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, it's so brave that you're posting a picture of yourself in a bathing suit and calling someone brave for posting them a, an image of themselves is kind of insinuating that they should be ashamed of their body mm. and that they're overcoming that. When I say vulnerable, I just mean it's always vulnerable to put yourself out there, to put pictures of yourself out there. And what is really cool is that there are just more people willing to be vulnerable than I think there was in the past. Yeah, and really just challenging the status quo. And I like what you talked about in terms of we we now actually have way more control than we ever did about the content we consume because before it was, you know, you walk down the street and there's magazine stands and they're all feeding one particular image. Like you're saying, the commercials, movies, TV shows, everything was just pointing at these very similar images and pointing back to the last episode, this very narrow view of what fitness looks like and what a healthy body looks like. And so now that we actually have control, it seems trivial to say like, oh, just start following more accounts, like that's gonna really help things, but it actually will. Like the more and more accounts that you see of people that look just like you, you're able to sort of reverse all of the inundated messages you were experiencing before and kind of transition that into just better diversified approach 
to all of this. Yeah. And I think because of all this messaging and all this marketing of what a healthy and fit body looks like, people have actually started to lean into it even further where they'll follow accounts that also just perpetuate this image because they don't even realize it. They're like, oh, this person looks healthy. Let me follow them. This person, oh, they posted a What I Eat in a Day video. Oh, that was helpful, I think. Let me follow them. (laughs) And they go through this cycle. So we're trying to bring a little bit of awareness to say, no, you actually have more control. And hopefully through some of the podcasts that we've or some of the episodes that we put out before, we are able to sort of unlearn a lot of the things that we've also unlearned as well, where it's like, okay, this doesn't have to be exactly what fitness, quote unquote, looks like. Fitness has a much broader definition, and I get to choose that. So I'm going to make my own rules about who I follow, and through that, hopefully, you get a ton of just passive content and active content that you consume over you know a long period of time, and hopefully that transitions you away from all the previous messaging that you may have experienced before. What we're talking about here is just aiming to normalize your body for yourself. Mm. All right, so that's one of our first solutions is diversify your newsfeed or diversify your Instagram following, diversify the images that you're seeing. Number two is to seek out fitness communities that are focusing on things other than appearance. And that can be actually really challenging, um, but that is something that exists and that's out there and something that you can then start to become a part of and not feel these external pressures all the time. Yeah, and this is something that, We've tried really hard to do, and you've heard this over previous episodes with our own former gym, Achieve Fitness, and with our Rise program online, just to make it a safer space that is basically shielding everyone inside from all the diet culture, toxic fitness culture, all that stuff. We want to try to harbor that away and be like, create an environment where none of that exists and people are just trying to get better at the things that they want to accomplish and that they want to do. And so there are plenty of other communities out there and they're usually like smaller businesses, I would say. Like it's not going to be like a Planet Fitness, right? But there are tons of smaller private training studios. And when you look at these, when when you go and like research and when you go to their websites, it's going to be extremely evident. There's going to be a wide variety of bodies and it's going to be less about here's this 90-day transformation or a 14-week summer meltdown program. It's going to just be here. Come in here. Come as you are. Get fit. And we'll celebrate you either way. Right? And there's so many places like that. And you really just have to go in and try it a bunch or follow an online program if you can't find anything in your area. But just keep that at the forefront of your mind. And having some sort of community aspect is really important, whether it's IRL in real life (laughs) or in a Facebook group setting or some sort of other like discord or whatever like the more people you have in your corner that are also experiencing and expressing the same sentiments the more you'll be able to again combat all the negative messaging around you. Yeah, so some ways, some things that you can look out for, like if you're researching, say you're looking for an in-person gym and you're researching some places in your area, go to their website or go to their Instagram account or their Facebook account and just look at what information they're putting out there in terms of what does success look like for somebody who goes to this gym? Mm. And if you are, if you're seeing a bunch of before and after pictures and a bunch of marketing for these quick challenges for, you know, getting your 
body beach ready. I literally don't know the terminology anymore. This is actually great, but also pathetic. Um, but anyway, if that's what you're seeing on their website, you know that that's the culture at that place. And maybe you want to try to find something else because that is going to be it's going to be in your face, whether that's a goal of yours or not. You're going to be seeing these before and afters. You're going to be hearing talk of I'm doing this diet for weight loss or I've been working on doing these classes because I'm trying to burn more calories. Like you just know based on what success looks like from that gym, you know what kind of conversations are going to be happening in that gym. Yeah. There's some gyms are going to be a little bit more overt about making sure that you know that they're anti-diet culture, which is awesome. That makes it really easy to find a gym that they say like we're inclusive or we're anti-diet culture or we're, we adopt a health at every size ethos like those are that's gonna be very easy you're gonna know that when you go in there you're not gonna have to worry about it and there's gonna be others that may not even know the right terminology but are doing the right thing Mm -hmm. right that they are focusing on uh, on getting stronger like helping people reach their fitness goals without this external pressure to look a certain way so you may it may take a little bit more digging look at reviews of the spaces and see what the clients are saying about their experience and what the vibe is like, you're going to learn a lot from that as well. Um, But yeah, be a little bit more intentional with trying to find a community that doesn't have that factor going along with it. Yeah. And you know, with at Achieve, we were pretty explicit about the fact that we didn't focus on weight loss. We didn't focus on transformations, but we still had people come in who had weight loss goals. And we weren't like, no, you're not allowed to come in. <laughs> you're not allowed to be here. You know, we we were still supportive of people's goals, no matter what they were. But we also sort of played the slow game of giving them the a different approach to fitness that ended up sort of changing the way that they actually approached it and then changing their goals ultimately to Mm -hmm. be a little bit more about performance, a little bit more about just overall fitness and less about appearance. But we did that because that would happen because the culture was set up in a way that there weren't all of these external pressures. But we also we needed to give those people a chance to experience that, Mm. right? And so we weren't saying like, you're not allowed to come here if you have a weight loss goal. We don't want to even talk to you. We don't even want to see you. Like that's too far because people have weight loss goals because they think they're supposed to and because that's what they've been told over and over again. But with that said, the whole summer body marketing strategy is going to be a little bit of a red flag, right? So if you are seeing all of the transformations for the summer, all of the, the tri- we're going to do this diet challenge, we're going to do this weight loss challenge. Like that's a bit of a red flag in terms of knowing that there's going to be a lot of that inside that culture. Yeah. And so it'll be helpful to just look for a place that doesn't have as much of that. Even if you have a little weight loss goal in the back of your mind, like just being surrounded by people who aren't constantly talking about it could eventually change the way that you're viewing fitness. So choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our next solution is sort of adjacent to the first one, which was to diversify the images that you're seeing on your social media feed. But this one is about diversifying the companies that you're shopping with. Um, And because there either used to be so few swimwear companies, basically, and all of them were showing the same bodies in their bathing suits and being like, here you go, buy this suit and you'll look like this 510 supermodel (laughs) you're like well no I won't and then you get the bathing suit and try it on and you don't look the way that it looked in the in the marketing materials and then all of a sudden you feel all this shame around your own body and like why can they pull it off and I can't quote unquote um 
And you just start to go into this spiral, right? Because you've only seen that bathing suit on a very specific body. And if your body doesn't look like that, you feel like you shouldn't be wearing that bathing suit. Like yeah, you have no right. And when like the the marketing is designed to be just revolving around this sort of look, the designers are going to cater to that look. Like everything is going to cater to that very one specific small narrow look. And really, basically, we're talking about Victoria's Secret. Right? Yeah. Like, like that was like the first, like the foremost brand in terms of anything underwear, swimwear related. It's like that's where you go. But now, luckily, there's so many more brands popping up, so many more small businesses popping up that are showing so many a much more diverse body portrayal. And when there's more body portrayal in the marketing, then the designers cater to that now. And so there's just a greater like breadth. Breath <laughs> of, of of different styles of suits and just it's not just narrowed down to like just wear these few different styles. Right, exactly. And so and what I love about some of these, so I mean, there are some really good ones that we were thinking about when we were thinking about this point. One of them is um, somersault. I, I see that their ads all the time, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is awesome. They're showing so many different bodies. Um, Airy does a really good job. Cupshe does a really good job. There are a bunch out there, but they're they're showing what I love, especially somersault. What I've been noticing is that they're showing the same suit on a bunch of different bodies. Mm. And I love that because you used to hear all of this like, oh, if you're this body type, you should wear this type of bathing suit. Mm. And if you're this body type, you should wear this type of bathing suit. And it felt so like, oh, okay, I'm only allowed to wear this. I'm only allowed to wear a tankini or one piece, or I'm only allowed to wear like a sports bra type top instead of Jason, you, you relate to this, right? Yeah, this, totally. <laughs> but if you're if you're listening and you tend to wear bikinis or or bathing suits, like that is what you hear all the time. And so I've been loving that they're showing the same suit on a bunch of different types of bodies and saying, like, hey, this looks this looks great on all these people. And like you get to look at somebody who might look a little bit more like you and decide for yourself, like, oh, do I think that would look good on me? Do I like how that looks? Like and and be have a little bit more autonomy in the way that you're picking and choosing a bathing suit, which yeah. seems like it seems trivial. And I think that when I originally, when we were talking about this point originally, I was like, well, it shouldn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like my first thing was like, it shouldn't matter. Everybody should be able to wear whatever bathing suit they want. So this point is pointless. And then I was like, okay, but when we were talking about the whole, like, if you have a, some, if you have a body, you have a bikini body is great, is great. But also that notion can get lost in the vast majority of all of the messaging that you're receiving. So having some strategies that are maybe not like, maybe I'm not there yet. Maybe I'm not 100% in the, I don't care what anyone thinks. This is my body and I'm beautiful and I love it, which is the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. But if you're not there yet, then maybe this is a strategy that can help you get there is finding some images that you like it, like people who look like you, that you like the way that bathing suit looks on them. And so you'll wear it yourself and feel a little bit more confident. And that may get you further toward a feeling of, I just love my body and I can wear whatever I want. Mm, yeah, totally. So, I mean, if you're in a point where, if you're in a place where you're like, I have a body and it's a bikini body and I can wear whatever I want. Awesome. This is, the step isn't even for you. Like <laughs> you can bypass it and shop wherever you want and, you know, do whatever you want. But if you're like, I'm still a little bit self-conscious, start looking at some of these companies who are giving just a broader view of different bodies in bathing suits. And you might feel just like a little bit more confident in, in your choices that you have. All right. So let's move on to the final step, which is to have a mantra. So it's funny because we started with the whole 
if I have a body, I have a bikini body uh, quote, which has been awesome and kind of could be used as a mantra, mm-hmm. I guess. But it, it isn't as personal to you necessarily. Like that's a very broad statement, right? And so I think that having a mantra that is a little bit more specific to yourself is something that can be really helpful to come back to in those moments of insecurity or in those moments of second guessing, like should I be at the beach in this bathing suit? Should I be able to be existing in my body and having something to ground you and to come back to that's very specific to you? Um, and so I, you know, this is going to, we can't give you one because like I was saying, it needs to be specific to you, but something that you could work off of or riff off of is something like my body has nothing to do with my value as a human or as a mom or as a friend, the reason that people love me. Right. And I think that that's something you, you can work off of that in whatever ways make sense for you, but just reminding yourself that the people in your life who love you, love you for so many things but not your body, like not your physical appearance. Like think about the people in your life. I think about you. I think about my kids. I think about my parents. I think about my grandparents. Like they're they're not loving me because of the way that my body looks. They're loving me because of the kindness that I bring to the table or they're loving me because of my, my energy or whatever it is. Like there are so many things about me that people love besides my body. And that is true for all of you listening now. And so I want you to start thinking about, especially if you have kids or especially if you have family who's close to you or a best friend, like what does your best friend love about you? And put that in your mantra. Remind yourself over and over again that there are things that people love about you and your body really has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. No one is at a eulogy being like, that person had a six pack and that's why they were so special to me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Like we don't want to get too dark, but that's, it's true. It's true. It's just not what's important about you to the people who love you. Yeah. And so try to incorporate that into your mantra so that when you are having those moments, inevitably because of everything that we've been talking about, all of the imagery that you've been bombarded with, all of the marketing you've been bombarded with, when those moments are coming up for you where you're feeling like I'm not deserving of loving my own body, where I'm not deserving of being comfortable in my own skin, bring it back to the things that are actually important to you, the value that you actually bring to the world. So spend some time thinking about a mantra that works for you as an individual. And it may, it'll probably evolve over time. It may change, like it doesn't have to always be the same, but just something that brings you back to reality for yourself. Um, and it's it's just so important because to combat the intrusive thoughts that are inevitably going to come in because you've been so bombarded with this messaging for so long that it's not, it's almost too, it's almost being too hard on yourself to expect that you can just flip a switch and just go right from, I feel uncomfortable into my body, in my body to I love my body and I don't care what anyone has to say. Like it's just, it's not even fair to yourself to expect that transition to happen so abruptly and so Mm. quickly. And you see a lot of, you may see when you do start to diversify your feed, you may see all these people feeling so confident and feeling so good in their own skin and you like love it and you want to be there, but you might not be there yet. And that's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it because it's not your fault. You've been told a million times over that you aren't deserving of loving your own body. But we do want you to get there. And so having something to come back to, a mantra, a saying, a phrase that really helps you ground yourself is going to push you toward that eventual goal of just not giving a <laughs> F what people say. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's it's so important because you we're so good at 
these negative thought spirals, right? Like one tiny little like unassuming thought pops up into your brain and then it just compounds and compounds and it's like a snowball that keeps rolling and rolling. And then all of a sudden you're like, you kind of snap out of it and you're like, whoa, I just spent like 10 minutes just, just like berating myself. And so the mantra just kind of like stops it in its tracks and kind of gets you, like you just said, back to reality. So it's it's not even like the words necessarily matter. It's just like the habit of like, whoa, 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 stop. Like, what am I doing right now? And just kind of bringing you back into the present moment, whatever is happening at that time. Yeah. 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 Okay. So just to quickly recap the four solutions that we sort of offered today. One, diversify the images that you're seeing. Two, find a workout community that focuses on aspects of fitness outside of appearance. Three, shop from companies that are showing more diversity in their marketing. And four, have a mantra that is very individual to you and yourself. Yeah. So this is not a all-inclusive list. Some strategies might work for you. Some strategies might not work for you. None of the strategies might work for you. But basically, all we really wanted to do was just bring more awareness to the situation and just fill you in on all of the tactics that have been happening behind the scenes that have led to this moment of many people feeling very uncomfortable about themselves and feeling very shameful about themselves because they think that they should. And so we're hoping that, you know, this podcast isn't going to just, like Lauren said before, just, you know, turn the switch and now you're like, oh, I, I feel great. I feel zero shame and I feel totally comfortable. Like that's not going to happen. But hopefully it is the start or hopefully it builds momentum and that maybe next year or a couple years or, you know, 10 summers from now you feel that much better. And so hopefully we want this to be sort of a launching off point or something that just continues to get the ball rolling for you if you've already launched off from a point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think just the just bringing awareness to what's going on like you were saying, it it then allows you to place judgment not on yourself but on the companies that are doing that are that are preying on your insecurities or mm. creating your insecurities and then preying on them. So, it just allows you to flip who you're judging. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right? Like it, you you shouldn't be judging yourself for not fitting into this arbitrary <laughs> standard that piece of cotton <laughs> somebody else told you was supposed to be the way you look like there the judgment shouldn't be on yourself and your own body the judgment should be on the companies that are that are doing this and perpetuating it over and over again so just that awareness hopefully will flip the the narrative in your mind of who's to blame <laughs> in this situation when you're feeling a ton of shame and a ton of you know insecurity around your body Instead of blaming yourself, you can start blaming. <laughs> you can start blaming someone else, um, but it's true. And it's you're not blaming a specific person, but you're just blaming the whole the whole fitness industry, which is like it's bigger than one person, it's bigger than one company, it's bigger than one diet. It's it's all of it. And so the more that we can combat it with more positive messaging, the better. But obviously, it's just still going to be there. It's going to be there for a while. And so like, don't forget that that is what is causing your insecurities. It's not the fact that you aren't like a, a wonderful, beautiful person. Yeah. Yeah. And this whole strategy is also how we parent as well. So we tell Kendrick, hey, don't blame yourself. Blame your sister. Blame your teachers. Blame the whole school system. <laughs> Yeah, as I was saying I, that, I guess I was blame like, is like a harsh word, yeah. but just understanding. Yeah, yeah. As I was saying that, I was like, "Wow, that sounds really harsh." Like, I'm not saying like, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. right? I hope you know what I mean. But what? Yeah, ultimately, 
taking some of the responsibility off of your own shoulders because you didn't put those insecurities there. Somebody else did. Yes, yeah. That's really what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's what we've got for you today. I think that yeah. hopefully just gets you in a better mindset going into summer. Hopefully you're just stepping outside and feeling the sun just oh. elevate your energy and your happiness. I mean, hopefully you're in a place where the weather is turning like that. If you're on the other side of the world, it's getting colder. So yeah. I'm, I apologize for all our Aussies and Kiwis out there. So we just edited this part out, but we had this whole tangent about my mom not actually liking the sun and how she brings an umbrella everywhere she goes if it's too sunny out. So you won't have the uh, pleasure of listening to five minutes about us. Because it was rambling. way too long <laughs> rambling about Jason's mom. <laughs> but we were just talking about how there are other people out there who don't necessarily enjoy the sun. You all can just stay indoors and hibernate until the winter. <laughs> that's the that's the crux of what that's we're the talking takeaway. about. Yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all the support that we've been receiving on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And we've been feeling the love on Instagram when you share that you're listening and when you give us feedback at Reasonably Fit Pod on Instagram, that really helps us to know that you're enjoying the podcast. It helps us to get some more ideas. Some of you have DM'd us with ideas for future episodes, which is super helpful. So we really appreciate that. And of course, we also really appreciate ratings and reviews, especially on iTunes. You can leave a longer form review, which helps people just to know what the podcast is all about and if people are liking it yeah so if you can do that if you have the time it'd be great awesome until well, next time sweat out happiness in <laughs> <laughs>